And welcome to the Friday, November 9th, 2007 edition of The Relevant Podcast, your audio companion to Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com. I'm Cameron Strang, and we have a bit of a surprise for everybody this week. We have, I don't know, anyway, here's Jesse Carey, our managing editor. <laughs> How we doing, guys? And operations manager, Maya Strang, my wife. Hello. Uh, this week, uh, Adam Smith is not going to be making the podcast. Um, obviously, you you know we missed last week's. And on a serious note, it's uh, an unexpected family emergency happened for Adam, and we definitely wa- uh, would ask that you keep him and his family in your prayers. Uh, he's going to actually be heading home to Owensboro, Kentucky, for a little while, and will be on a brief hiatus he'll come back after the holidays but you know he he needed to get away for a little while so uh we'll miss him and in his place what we're going to do is something kind of unique people have wanted they've been clamoring they've been asking to meet other staffers and so what we're going to do is give you people the opportunity of choosing the staffer that sits in adam's chair every week what we're going to do is a head-to-head battle on the on the podcast fodder page on the website's message boards. Every Friday, we'll post the new head-to-head, the new battle. Mm -hmm. People will make a pitch of why you should vote for them, and the staffer with the most votes that week will sit in on the podcast. Since we needed somebody to sit in this week, and we didn't have the chance of doing this, we went ahead and and picked one. Yeah, it's a bye week. (laughs) (laughs) And and sitting in today, filling in for Adam Smith, uh, filling his big shoes is our account director, Chris Stevens. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Are there more ladies that listen to the podcast? I'm going to say computer like nerds, more gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. I guess it's good then that I got the votes, now, or I didn't have to go through the voting process. because like, The guys will vote for yeah, the girls. the ladies vote will vote for me like crazy, but if there's not a lot of them, I don't have much of a chance. <laughs> and, you know, since people here don't really know Chris, um, I thought a good way of getting to know him would be to ask him a quiz that I found on the internet. Ooh, I like oh, this. Nice. And, and, and I, Chris has been told pretty much since he started working here, they're like, hey, man, you got a face for radio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Chris, being our account director, he heads up the sales team. Um, he he kind of helps us uh, grow all of our revenue areas. He's been with us for, what, about a year and a half now? Uh, over a year and a half. Okay. Yeah. And you're from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And t- tell us something about yourself that the ladies would like to know. Um, I, I am single. And when they see my picture, they will find that hard to believe. Um, but... Um, 
What else is of interest to me? I am in both of my leagues right now dominating in fantasy football. Mm. So that's I, you say there's a lot of nerds out there. I'm trying to win their approval right now. Um, so <laughs> how are you nerds. at like World of pay, Warcraft? Yeah, <laughs> so they don't pay attention to sports. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they don't know. It's, it's, you know the they, word they fantasy know. I thought was in there, so that would have gotten them excited. <laughs> I say, uh-huh. they, they know Bunch about fantasy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no dragons in fantasy football. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's a quiz. Maya suggested you take this quiz. We'll get uh, you know let the people get to know a little bit more about you. Is this on Cosmo? The quiz yeah, is from this, Co- this is one of the Cosmo quizzes. This is from Cosmo Girl, and it's going to help us know what kind of lip gloss you are. Oh, all right. Uh, first question: Your dream vacation is a parasailing for the thrill of it, staying <laughs> b staying in a swanky hotel in Paris, or c a Caribbean cruise. Um. I'm going to go with... What was the first one? Parasailing for the thrill of it. No. <laughs> and the second one was a swanky... So swanky I don't hotel even need Paris. to hear what happened after the word swanky. That's no. Okay. And then, so I'm going to go with the cruise. By Caribbean default. Cruise. By default, yeah. Okay. That sounds lovely. No one Do has... I win the cruise at the end of this? If I win the competition? <laughs> I don't know. I've never right. done a Cosmo we'll Girl quiz. We'll buy you the flavor yeah. of lip gloss okay. that you are. Okay. No one has plans for Friday night, so you suggest A, skinny dipping in a neighbor's pool, <laughs> B, trying the new laser tag place, or C, going to the movies. It's all of the above. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't. Why can't we do all of them in one night? Um, now I'm not. I, I don't think laser tag exists anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think it does so either. I don't think I could go and do that. And uh, and skinny dipping wouldn't be appropriate because I usually hang out with all guys. So, um, <laughs> but it'd be appropriate if it's all girls. Yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> yeah. that that's I, I don't know much about it, but I think that that's weird. If a bunch of guys are just saying let's go skinny dipping, is is inappropriate as it would be if I was around a bunch of women and said let's go skinny dipping. So yet again, by default, I'm going with the third. Okay, let's go see a movie. Let's go see that's a movie. safe. Okay. Uh, you're at your friend's house for dinner, and her mom offers you some fried sea urchin. What do you do? Ask for a tiny piece to try? Politely say no thanks? Or grab a big piece and chow down? Yeah, I'm going to just tell her no. Okay. Um, I think that that's going to set the tone. That I'm the kind of guy that can make executive decisions you know, quick. You know, if, I, if I'm winning this woman over right now, she's going to want to know. I'm just not going to kowtow to her, you know. Right. You know, cleave and leave from the parents. Right. You know, I'm not going to, yeah. you know. We have our own life. We're leaving you. Right. You know? I do not want that sea urchin. Right. Yeah. We are going to leave you. You say yes to that, and you're going to be saying yes to a whole lot of things. You're going to be living yes. in the back of their house. You know. Yeah. That's just sad. Your teacher asks a tough question in physics class. You, A, know it, but don't answer. B, raise your hand to guess. Or C, raise your hand to give it a try. <laughs> um, wow. I'm thinking back to my physics days. Um I I would always just I wouldn't participate. Okay, know it but don't answer. Yeah, I know I'm not gonna. I knew. I I absolutely would know it. Okay, <laughs> and I know everything in life, and that's the thing. When you when you know everything, you oftentimes have to hold back just for sake of giving other people a try. Right. You know, which is probably what I'll be doing with it next several weeks of the podcast. Like I've set the tone here. Okay, I'll step back and let everybody else give it a shot. Okay, uh, your yearbook quote should be: "Seize the day, to thine own self be true." Or take the one road less traveled. Oh, I thought it was gonna, one of them was going to be, uh, don't you hate it when people write in your crack? <laughs> <laughs> write down the seam. Yeah. They write down the seam of the crack. I've never had anybody write down my crack. Yeah. Ever, sorry. <laughs> it was very clever back in the day in elementary school. Um, I mean, seize the day. You got it. You know okay. what I'm saying, my man? 
and take advantage of those opportunities in front of you. Except, <laughs> except not eating sea urchin. Yeah. Um, okay, you, your lip gloss, you are vanilla swirl. Oh. You're, Chris, you're a classic girl who knows what she likes <laughs> and right. doesn't feel pressure to experiment or try new that things. That is so true. A gloss and a sweet flavor you know and love is perfect for you. Mm. Try Bonnabelle Lip Lights and Vanilla Swirl. $4 oh. at drugstore.com. Oh, ah. that's great. Sounds like Price is Right all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that's your little get to know Chris Stevens from the CosmoGirl.com yeah. quiz of the day. So, yeah. I'm vanilla. Vanilla Spice. <laughs> this is a cool podcast today. We actually have week three of Footboard Superstar. And we have a live in-studio performance by the group No More Kings. That's right. They yeah. have denounced their throne. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're, they're, they're coming up later. Stay tuned for that. Up next, Slices. I could sleep. I could sleep. You're listening to Band of Horses. I love this song. The song is, Is There a Ghost? Adam would say no. Adam would say absolutely he is, not. He is not a believer, yeah. although he has embarked on several ghost hunts. Yeah. I have been on some of those. And they're all inconclusive. Yeah. He, he claims but, that there's electromagnetism. He says, he says, if I was confronted with a ghost and a ghost was standing there staring me in the face and said, I am a ghost, he would say, I don't believe you. Like He, will, he said he, nothing will convince him that ghosts exist. No, he said that... According to my conversation with him, he would say that that ghost, he would agree that you saw something and it t- looked at you, but it was simply a remnant, like a, basically a photograph right. from 50 years ago that right. was taken and t- captured in time by electromagnetism. That's what I'm saying. Like nothing that the ghost would say or do would convince him that he actually exists. He would say that he believes in the spirit realm, obviously, right. but he, he does not believe that there are ghosts mm-hmm. and that there's a logical explanation for all of that. But he is still frightened to death to get out of his car <laughs> and touch any of these things that he's observing. Yeah. He, Adam has brought back hours of video and we're like, but they're all from the windshield, behind the windshield of the car. And we're like, Adam, that, that little... You know, he's like, see that? That is an orb right there. Right. And we're like, well, that looks very fascinating. My question is, why are all three of you huddled in the front seat of the car and no one's out there in the field messing with it? Yeah. Says the guy who followed a guy into Swampland and almost got bit by an alligator. Yes, Chris was actually there. Devoured, yeah. yeah almost yeah. eaten by several alligators. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, hey, we weren't behind the windshield of a car. We were out there in the swamp. Yeah. And that's the kind of guy that's a vanilla lip gloss. You know what I mean? He's going to go out there. And would you, A, yeah, would you, A, confront the alligators and ghosts? Yes. Yes. <laughs> or live life behind the windshield of your car. That's not me and Jesse. That's like a raspberry cream. Yeah. <laughs> that's like cinnamon. No one really likes cinnamon. Oh, the cinnamon brooms, though? When you walk into Publix? Oh, oh. We have one in my house right now. Yeah. And I go into my house every day, and I'm like, one. Hey, I, I go into my house every day, too. <laughs> Most days I go into my house. <laughs> but it's like, it's, it, it makes me hungry for cinnamon buns, and it's like, and it makes me feel like autumn. But mm-hmm. you just said nobody likes cinnamon. And well, I'm, on their lips. And I'm out to prove you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> on their lips. Yeah. Because you know why? If I use cinnamon lip gloss, I'm hungry all day. <laughs> because it's like, mm, I'm tasting cinnamon, but I don't have anything cinnamon to eat. 
that's the dilemma. Okay. <laughs> All right. On that note, here's uh, Slices. Jesse, you take it. All right. Well, this is a big story right now, and I'm sure we'll hear more and more about it. A senator, Senator Chuck Glassy, is Republican senator from Iowa. He's actually the top Republican on the Senate Finance Committee, has launched his latest investigation, and this time it is into some of the nation's top televangelists. He says that he's following up on complaints from the public in news coverage regarding certain practices at six ministries. He says that uh, among them are Randy and Paula White, Benny Hinn, <laughs> Joyce Meyer, Kenneth Copeland, uh, Bishop Eddie Long, Creflo Dollar. I so, gotta be honest, I don't know what he's gonna find that we don't already know. You know, all the financial stuff well, has already been reported. Well, I think he wants to know if there's any improprieties as far as anything illegal going on. Wow. He, he says that tax exempt stuff. Yeah, oh, he, he wants okay, to sir. see if they're all still following their tax exempt status and he says that he wants to even look into uh, their compensation and housing allowances and uh, other expenses like the cars and jets that they use. Um, to see if the offerings met how the audited financial statements, if everything lines up. Huh. Um, and he says that he's following up on lots of complaints that he's received from his constituents. Wow. So, Good for him. Yeah, it, it's big. And also the story noted that um, there's also an investigation going on, a private investigation at Oral Roberts University about some financial tax-exempt status there, and actually three of those people are on the Board of Regents there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Buffalo Dollar, Joyce Meyer, and Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn. So, you know your ORU trivia. Well, there's like 75 people on the ORU board of yeah. Regions. It's it's a whole oh. long it's list a who's of people. who of people who will give the school a lot of money. And I can't help but think that that may have even sparked some of the congressman's interest in this whole, uh, I, you know, the whole thing of televangelists. So. Hmm. Um, I'm sure we'll be hearing more about this in the coming weeks and months as the investigation unfolds. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Well, my slice is about Britain's most stupid laws. A company surveyed 4,000 um, people and wanted to find out what the top 10 most ridiculous British laws were, and they are hilarious. Number one, it is illegal to die in the House of Parliament. Can't really what? control that. Yeah, I was going to say, well, what? what's the penalty? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sure this man hath died. Yeah. <laughs> Lock him away. Death. <laughs> Number two is it is an act of treason to place a postage stamp bearing the British monarch upside down. Treason. And you know what the penalty for that is? Death. Death. In, Death. in, the, in, parliament. in parliament. Yeah, you get hung in parliament. <laughs> in Liverpool, it is illegal for a woman to be topless except as a clerk in a tropical fish store. <laughs> what? Yeah. You cannot eat minced pies um, on Christmas Day. Um, ooh, <laughs> yeah. In Scotland, if someone knocks on your door and wants to use the restroom, you have to let them in. Even, even if they're brandishing a firearm. Yeah, from my experience, <laughs> the Scots are not very friendly when it comes to that. <laughs> from my multiple experiences. A pregnant woman can legally relieve herself wherever she wants, including in a policeman's helmet. <laughs> Disgusting. The head of a dead whale on the British coast automatically becomes the property of the king and the tail becomes property of the queen. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, yeah I would. Don't their cops over there? They have the uh, they have the big hats, right? I, yeah, if I'm co- correct, cool outfits, yeah. and they just have the little um, billy clubs. Billy clubs. Yeah. <laughs> so let's say I'm running off with the with the king's whale head. Okay. <laughs> um, do I get? Do I spark like a madcap chase around London? <laughs> Well, well, don't like the Benny sign- Hill show? Yeah, yeah. Wah, 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 wah. You know, they're all like running in circles like, oh, where'd the whale head go? Yeah. Swinging their billy clubs. Yes. 
Um, it is also illegal to enter the House of Parliament in a suit of armor. And in the city... We've all done that. Yeah. Who <laughs> hasn't made that mistake? <laughs> in the city of York... Hey, we've been in the House of Parliament. Correct. We could have been arrested. Yes. Because I was wearing <laughs> my suit of armor. <laughs> he was armor wearing his day. travel armor. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually tinfoil. It was, it was just my, like, Tuesday armor. It wasn't the travel armor. <laughs> I didn't make it to the apartment. I was hanging out in all the fish stores. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on in the fish store? I need store? another goldfish. They died again. Yeah. flushing down the toilet. In the city of York, it is legal to murder a Scotsman within the ancient city walls, but only if he is carrying a bow and arrow. Wow. Isn't that weird? That is weird. That should be in a movie. Like, yeah. Like, totally like Counter Monte Cristo type thing. You get him back that way, you know? Or yeah. You lure him yeah, into the lure old him city. In. Yeah, there's like, you know, <laughs> a, bow and arrow. a bow and arrow made of $100 bills, and he picks it up like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what the done. He's dead. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. That's it for Slices. Up next, No More Kings. You're listening to Winter Sleep. The song is, and I'm not kidding, Weighty Ghost. <laughs> Yet another. I don't, I don't know why. Catching the theme this week, you guys? <laughs> this is this is scary, you guys. I know. That's spooky. Well, coming up later, we have your Halloween feedback, so maybe... Maybe we did it on purpose. Freaky deaky. Yeah, it's playing right now over at Relevant.tv, so tune in. I didn't say that, but the other two songs are also playing at Relevant.tv, so... No More Kings stopped by the studio last week. They hail from Los Angeles, California, and some of the guys live in Nashville. They have their debut album out now. You guys may know them because of their video for their first single, Sweep the Leg, caught a lot of attention. It was kind of a remake from yeah. of the Karate Kid. They, they pulled together the entire cast of the original Karate Kid movie, correct? Yeah, and actually Billy Zapka, who is the leader of Cobra Kai in the movie, came up with the concept and everything really? for the video. And so you can check that out uh, on YouTube and a bunch of other places if you you know Google it. It's there. But you can also go to nomorekings.com and find out more information. You can buy their new album at stores nationwide or at iTunes. Without any further ado, here is No More Kings. How's it going? We're No More Kings. And we're going to play a song about what happens when you get a crane kick to the face. Ralph Macchio style. This song is called Sweep the Leg. Uh, I didn't see it coming, creeping up from behind I was almost swallowed whole by the thrill of the fight It wasn't for the money, and it wasn't just for fun I wanted to make a mark, I just wanted to be someone But I heard the devil whisper in my ear Uh Oh, message clear when he said sweep the leg Johnny sweep the leg Johnny sweep the leg Johnny oh good God you got to believe me it never really mattered 
was always under control Monkey here, monkey think There is no fear in this dojo I was a superhero King of 1985 I showed no mercy See, I was always Cobra Kai But I caught a crane kick to the face Oh no Ooh, I guess he sealed my fate When he said Sweep the leg Johnny, sweep the leg, Johnny, sweep the leg, Johnny. Oh, good God, now you gotta believe me. The leg, Johnny. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. I don't know. The song is called Someday. Talking socks behind this painted box. I'm putting on a show. Can't see the strings. My mother thinks I should take it on the road. These things I'm trying on, and every hat feels wrong. There's no flair. I strike the pose and bust a vogue and think, well, will I get there? Someday I'll know If I left me on my own How far would I go? Ah, someday I'll know Someday I'll know One, two, I buckle my shoes Throw on some nylon pants And bust a hammer dance I'm kicking moves till you can't touch this Tuck till my corduroys I've got my beastie boys Take fight for my right to party Though I'm not invited Feel like Darth Vader with this helmet on my head I can't see I'm in there somewhere past the plastic shield When will I find me? Someday I'll know If I left me on my own Someday I won't be so self-defeating I won't kick me when I'm bleeding I'll do a high dive from the high point of my roof I'll be the smoothest dancer And I'll have all the answers I'll take the stand and raise my hands And the band will play If I left me on my own, how far would I go? Someday I'll know, someday I'll know If I left me on my own
Sunday I'll know Sunday I'll know Sunday I'll know Sunday I'll know well, here today I'm with No More Kings, who are gracious enough to stop by and play for us. They actually just got done playing at a local, is Fox uh, TV. That's right. Here in Orlando. How did, how did it go this morning? <laughs> we, you know, we were just talking about this earlier. It's always tough to get up that early and try to like pretend to be chipper and, yeah. and energetic. But, uh, and especially with morning show people, because that's their shtick, right? Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're like brimming with energy. All right, tell me this. When the cameras are off. Okay, and and I watch you know I watch the morning shows when I'm getting ready. When the cameras are off, do they turn into like different people? Absolutely. Or- <laughs> no, no, no. It's, oh, it depends. I mean, these guys were they're pretty dirty. Really, <laughs> they were funny. They were really funny. But yeah. it was like cameras off. They got like yeah they they, they went from like PG thirteen to yeah gusts of up up to R. Yeah, yeah, it can get ugly. Yeah, because I always wonder if the demeanor changed because they're unbelievably chipper when yeah, they're too on much. camera. No human can be that. Yeah, happy. so it has to be artificial. They have to have some sort of help in there. But you guys have done other TV stuff. Actually, the yeah. reality show with David Beckham, or oh, right, is, is it a reality show that you guys did? Kind of the theme song yeah, for? Yeah, well, yeah, it's weird, man. I I haven't seen the show. I wasn't sure it was a reality show or if it was just sort of a. But yeah, I guess it's yeah. a reality show, right? I, that's what I. That's what I have the impression that I was under because I okay. I haven't seen it. I, so, I know it's about. It, David Beckham or soccer, but it's okay. Yeah, but it's okay. So specifically about his life with the galaxy now, not that's, so much from like what I understand. With posh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That was okay. So interesting. I should probably see the show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, apparently they're running. One of us should at least see, the should see it in this room. We're going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> wouldn't be the first time people talked about something that they didn't see. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so we did the we did the theme song of that. It's a uh, the theme song for that show has an odd resemblance to our first single, <laughs> with one word being changed. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's uh, for those of you who didn't get the reference. It's sweet the lave, lave. <laughs> I don't even know what that. That's the different word. It's not leg. Yeah. It's lave. We, we just changed leg into yeah, a different word to another word that doesn't exist. No, it's uh, instead of sweet the leg Johnny, it's sweet the leg Beckham. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's very cool. Because I mean, and, and you know, Beckham wasn't actually in the original Karate Kid movie. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah they added him later digitally. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Well, he speaking of the original Karate Kid movie, if people head over to Relevant.tv, which is our online streaming music video channel, the video for the song is playing. And nice. so they can see that there's actually original cast members, David Beckham not included, <laughs> not, because yeah, like not, you said... He, but Posh was there. Okay, Posh, yeah, yeah, she was in the original, too. Uh, she was an extra, I think, yeah, in, yeah, the, right. in the big Cobra Kai fight scene. Um, <laughs> but Billy Zapka yes. was that, is stars in the video. He, Go ahead and tell me tell tell the concept of of the video. Well, the the video is sort of like imagine if Billy Zabka, the actor, never got over that role and never got over the fact that he lost the fight and kept replaying that over and over in his head. And in fact, uh, the video, the premise of the video is that he now twenty years later, twenty five years later, whatever it is, lives in the desert in a, a mobile home, kind of off the grid. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> he's gone, he's gone dark, and uh, and he just plays this, you know, this Karate Kid movie over and over again and quotes the lines with his friends. And he's, you know, the other guys in the trailer from the video, you've seen the video, I'm sure, um, are, are the, you know, his fellow Cobra Kai guys who are now aging and balding and you know, yeah. Uh, well past their, you know, their, their martial days. arts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Days, yeah. Um, so it's just a funny idea. And that was all Billy's idea, uh, Billy Zabka's idea. And so he, he came up with this treatment and uh, in, involves like me as, you know, No More Kings kind of opening the wound again, you know, coming to yeah. his door being like, hey man, you know, yeah. remember Karate Kid? Remember this, the, k- the crane kick that cost you the trophy, you know? And so uh, we have crazy raging fights across the desert that end up 
knocking us into the tournament, like a recreation of the tournament scene. Yeah. I think I just heard that car yeah. that you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just a blast, and it was so fun because, uh, you know, the the song's perspective is sort of an apology to Danielson for, uh, you know, taking the cheap like, shot. Yeah, 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 taking the cheap shot. Exactly. Yeah. He realizes now. Johnny realizes now that um, it was the sensei kind of pushing him, goading yeah. him into doing something he didn't want to do. And so Johnny's not really, you know, he's not really the bad guy in that. That the sensei is the bad guy. But anyway, um, so what I loved about what Billy did with the video is he kind of took that you know, even a step further, where it's this thing that's been tormenting him for twenty years, yeah. and you know, and he just really. It's weird. It seems like Billy Zap guy's been thinking about it actually a lot. If he came up with that concept, <laughs> was yeah. he was he cool to work with? Dude, he's amazing. It's it's funny, man. We've actually become pretty good friends since oh, then. Cool. I mean, I, I didn't know him before this, but um, he's just a great guy. So every any time I get back to Los Angeles, we try to grab a bite at Outback Steakhouse when we can. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> but he's I, a great guy. I was actually watching a VH1 show the other day, which I do frequently, um, <laughs> and it was uh, I was just kind of flipping through, and they had the the top 100 teen stars of Are all time. And Billy Zapka was in there. Nice. And so I thought about the the video. Oh and, yeah. And he actually directed a short film too. That have you of, seen it? No, Most, but I've heard it. Is I'll get it for you. It's amazing. unbelievable. It, I mean, it made me cry. I'm not afraid to say that. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm comfortable with my masculinity. It, it made me cry. And from, from what I understand, it's it's based on a. Uh, a relatively well-known sort of modern-day parable about a train conductor. I'm, I'm, it's, I don't want to spoil. I don't give away a spoiler, but I'm pretty sure everyone's heard the one version or the other of the parable. But I guess a train conductor whose son is on the tracks, he has to decide whether he's going to lower the bridge right. and save all the people on the train, right. or if he if he doesn't lower if he does lower the bridge, it, it'll kill, you know it, right kind exactly. Of it kind of parallels the story of Christ. But I heard <laughs> exactly. it was uh, nominated for an Academy Award. It was. Uh, I think it was 2003. It was nominated. Billy and uh, his directing partner Bobby got to go to the you know the, the awards and they were dressed up and looking looking all dapper. Uh, it was really a shame that they didn't win that year. I don't remember who won, but just the fact that they got nominated was obviously. A tremendous victory for them, uh, and the great thing about that is, you know, you were talking about Billy being like this, this child star, and you know, everyone, the VH1 culture remembers him as sort of this, this bad guy yeah, the character, bully of the, the 80s. bully, because he played that in several movies. Oh like yeah, the yeah, there were like character. three in a row where he yeah. was, yeah, he was like exactly this, this bully. Um, and most is such a heartwarming, beautiful story. It's shot amazingly. So to have that come out of the, you know, the mind of this this guy, and then obviously with with my video, he's not afraid to take himself, you know, like to to not take himself too seriously yeah. and have a little fun with himself. So it's great. Like now you can kind of we can kind of see the real Billy. You know, yeah. like he was he was never he got typecast, but he was never the the bully. Yeah, in, in real life. Well, that's very cool. Well, like I said, if people want to check out the video, they can go to relevant.tv. And also, I'm sure you guys have it on your website. Yeah, or? we have it on nomorekings.com and then also sweeptheleg.com. Very cool. And they can also go to nomorekings.com to find out tour dates, where you guys are going to be, where are you guys heading. I know you're. Are you just doing kind of promotional deal right now? Ah, uh, it's. I don't know if it's sort of this never-ending tour, man. Yeah. We, we got this one album out, our self-titled our self, uh, No More Kings first album, and um, we've just been promoting the heck out of this. Not promoting it, but like just touring the heck yeah. out of this thing, you know, for almost a year now. So it's not really a promotional tour, although we end up doing a lot of promotional types support yeah. stuff. It's just it's just a t- our tour. So we're playing um, in Orlando. I mean, in Florida for the next like three or four days, and then we continue westward. Very cool. Well, it's nomorekings.com or sweeptheleg.com. You can find out more. Guys, thanks so much for coming in. Oh, thanks for having us. It was cool. a blast. Hey, man, I'm tired of working all day, turning into days, walking in the shade. Hey, man, let's wait until daylight fades. 
now, from NBC Studios and Colonel Mustachio's old-timey shaving tonic, it's Feltborn Superstars! For those of you who've done research about the church, who know a bit about Holy Writ, if you're a trivia buff for religious stuff, and now your host, Cameron Strain! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we are back with this week's third installment of Feltboard Superstars. And the topic this week is what, Jesse? Today's topic is Christian bestsellers. Christian bestsellers. And that's Ooh. books. Christian books. Okay. Yeah. Not just CDs. Books. Okay. Books. <laughs> uh, and we have on the phone Mary Carter. She is from Ohio. She is a content editor and a new mom. Welcome, Mary. Now, you you wrote us a very braggy email saying <laughs> that, I, I believe that you're saying that you haven't missed any as you've played along in the home edition of Fieldboard Superstar. Is that correct? I missed one, but it was a technicality. Well, what was the technicality? Uh, we'll be the judge of that. Well, which yeah. one did you miss? <laughs> Do you remember which one it was? Um... I'm not real sure. Mm. Can't remember. It wasn't a technicality. Yeah. Okay, so uh, basically, here we go. We're going to jump right into it. Question one. Which is not one of the 40 days of the purpose-driven life? Is it A, you are not an accident? Is it B, thinking like a servant? C, transformed by temptation? Or D, accepting your assignment? I'm going to go with A. A, you are not an accident. That is yes. absolutely incorrect. Oh. The answer is C, transformed by temptation. I think it's safe to say Mary is not living a purpose-driven life. <laughs> <laughs> she was not. Oh, she, I kind of uh, rushed through that book. <laughs> uh, oh, she, apparently. She figured out her purpose in the first few pages. <laughs> She has been transformed by temptation. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> temptation to close the book. Yeah, the temptation to not finish reading it. Okay. Um, second question. Here we go. Which is not a version of Bruce Wilkinson's Prayer of Jabez? Uh, you know, a lot of products came out after it spinning off, uh, you know, kind of getting a little more topical with the Prayer of Jabez. So which one of these is not real? Okay. Is it A, the Prayer of Jabez Bible Study Leaders Edition? B, the Prayer of Jabez Bible Study for Men. C, the Prayer of Jabez for Young Hearts. Or D, the Prayer of Jabez Devotions for Kids Living Big for God. Hmm, that's a tough one, but I think I'm going to go with B. B, the Prayer of Jabez Bible Study for Men. That is correct. Oh, did, did you read the Prayer of Jabez, Mary? Um, no, I'm a fan of Derek Webb, so I kind of st- stayed away from it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, third question. Which is not a book from the Left Behind series? Is it A, Tribulation Force, B, The Indwelling, C, Kingdom Come, or D, The Four Horsemen? I'm going to go with D, The Four Horsemen. Very good. Wow. Nice. wow. After that horrible start to the game, you are, <laughs> you are on a hot streak. Now, what, what is your favorite Left Behind, or is it the Kirk Cameron films? <laughs> Um, well, the only thing I've ever watched from Left Behind is the first one. I've never read any of the books. Ooh. I've never seen anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a youth trip. They, they made you. <laughs> I was forced to take kids to it. <laughs> okay, so you were a youth leader. It's actually your fault that they were subjected to the movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Next question. Which Christian bestseller has been credited for causing a fad for genuine medieval swords in the evangelical community? Is it A, Wild at Heart, B, This Present Darkness, C, The Hobbit, or D, Little Pilgrim's Progress? <laughs> um, I'm leaning towards D, but I think I'm going to go with A. <laughs> wow. Absolutely correct. Wow. And I know Just- you haven't read that one. It's for guys. <laughs> John Eldridge classic. <laughs> Okay, final question. Uh, fifth and final, you are a stunning, you're on a stunning three correct winning streak. Or this three. next one is tough, though. Probably okay. the toughest in the batch. So you're saying she's going to fail? I think so. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Mary. That is so mean. I did write the quiz, though. <laughs> okay, here we go. Final question. Which is not a key to your best life now? Is it A, choose to be happy? B, develop a healthy self-image? C, let go of the past, or D, love the inner you? Um, the only thing I know about my best life now is that you guys played the game. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> wow, that's so um, <laughs> But I'm going to go with D. Wow, absolutely. Unbelievable. Wow. Four for five. You proved me wrong. <laughs> Love the inner you is not a key to your best life now. Uh, they want it you to. Should be, it should be. It should. You need to let go of the past. You need you, to let Joel Osteen know that. <laughs> that could be the follow up. Yeah, that could be in your the best sequel. life now. Dwelling. <laughs> or your best life now to Electric Boogaloo. Or the Four Horsemen. Four Horsemen. Yes. I think you should see if she knows the question we omitted. Okay, this question. So you know, this will be a bonus question. Uh, this is the question that we were going to omit, but we'll go ahead and ask you. It's a quote. The quote is, those who would most scornfully repudiate Christianity as a mere opiate of the people have a contempt for the rich, that is, for all mankind except the poor. Which book does the C.S. Lewis quote come from? Is it Can I guess now? I'm sorry, what? Can I guess now? Well, I was just, uh, well go ahead if you're that sure. <laughs> if you know it. <laughs> I'll go with mere Christianity. Oh. Pride comes before a fall, Mary. Oh. And the answer <laughs> would have been A, and uh, mere Christianity would have been D. The answer would have been A, the problem of pain. Oh. It, was a, it was a tricky one because we purposely put mere and Christianity in there just to throw <laughs> uh, you know, prideful oh. people off. Well, hopefully... Yeah, you if it was my little... husband, he would have got it. But <laughs> Hopefully you've learned a little He's something about yourself today, Mary. And, uh, <laughs> I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed yeah, too. Four for five. Good show. <laughs> so anyway, thank you very much for playing this week's edition of Felt Ward Superstar. Because you missed one, you don't get the prize. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to Feltboard Superstars, brought to you by Colonel Mustachio's Old Timey Shaving Tonic. If it doesn't burn horribly, it's not Colonel Mustachio's. Stay tuned for a special episode of Perfect Strangers, where Balky is deported. And feedback. Come me to soul. Your pain has changed me. Your dream inspires your face, a memory, your hope, a fire, your courage. Ask me what I am afraid of and what I know of love. You're listening to Sarah Groves. The song is I Saw What I Saw. 
And it's actually the featured video this week right now at Relevant TV. It's, it's the whole thing was shot in Africa. It's actually very, very compelling. So it's not about a ghost that she saw. It's, it is, yeah. <laughs> in light of that theme, it would work. Yeah. But ghost, Chris, ghost, and then I saw what I saw. I saw what I saw. But Chris, unfortunately, it's, this is a very serious yeah. video, not one to be made fun of. <laughs> yeah, it's like there, she's talking to Adam, and Adam's like, "You did not see a ghost." And she's, like, "I saw what, what I saw." saw. <laughs> Hilarious, guys. You know that was shot in Africa. Yeah, don't you? <laughs> Africa is not funny. Uh, first, is there a ghost? Uh, is a weighty ghost? Hey, listen, I saw what I saw. Those are the last three songs. Yeah. <laughs> and they all lead up perfectly to what we're about to do. Right now is your uh, the feedback segment, but before we get into this week's feedback, which are quite funny, uh, so don't don't click off yet. We have a snack here, and it's 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 a remarkable one because um, it is from South Africa. Listener Sean Greathead, uh, he has a problem with humility. What? He's a big head. Oh. Great head. Sean, great head. Sean Greathead. And he actually said, you'll probably make fun of my name, but that's okay. <laughs> anyway, he said uh, he's send, sending some snacks from South Africa. The chocolate is called a top deck. It's white on top and then milk chocolate on the bottom. Mm. It's Cadbury's with the South African version. Not, the English version melts in South Africa. It gets a little too hot. Uh, he sent wine gums. They're some of his favorites. And then he sent yogurt chews. They're great. And um, they are from the Southern Hemisphere in Africa. So he said, uh, thanks for a great magazine, great podcast. And cool. there you go. So thanks very much to Sean. We will enjoy the wine gum especially. <laughs> so. Okay, so feedback. We asked you last week for some of your uh, worst Halloween disasters. You know, this, this would have made a lot more sense had we read your replies last week during <laughs> Halloween week. But... We skipped it, so we're going to read it now and get you in the mood for Thanksgiving. Yeah, they're still hilarious. Yeah. So here you go. Here are some of our favorite of your replies about your Halloween disasters. Sharon Kirshner emailed me a pretty funny story that she decided to dress up as a banana, and she actually sent a picture, and it's a pretty good banana costume. Yeah. Um, she was mauled by a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> it ended disastrously and tragically for a monkey who had to be put down. That's it. Uh, <laughs> the end. Yeah. We'll see you next week. The police had to come and shoot the monkey. <laughs> Just kidding. No, but her inspiration was the peanut butter jelly time guy from the video. Nice. Um, so she's actually the marionette in a, a mighty 40-member marching band that does a Halloween Day parade. So she's pretty excited. She actually stops by her friend's house because she wants her friends to see the costume before she heads off to the parade to lead the marching band. She could go up to ring the doorbell, and actually the door is locked, and she realizes, uh-oh, my friends aren't home. Off to the parade. So she goes back to the car only to realize the car is also locked, and the banana suit has no pockets. <laughs> uh, one made minor de- design flaw, meaning that the keys are locked in the car. She's outside in the street in a banana costume, which she said it wouldn't be too big of a deal because the school is actually walking distance but her baton is in the car. Mm. Now, you cannot have a marionette or a peanut butter jelly time man without a baton. (laughs) So, (laughs) luckily, not only the school was in walking distance, so was the police station. Now, my question is, does she live in Mayberry? Because (laughs) what town in the USA has a parade, a Halloween parade, uh, a school, and a police station, all within the little walking distance? But uh, she was able to locate a a policeman who went to her car and the whole time never asked once about the banana suit. Uh, Just looked at her like she was insane. Uh, But this one does have a happy ending. 
police guy got her car open. She made it to, to the parade, and it was the best Halloween ever. <laughs> how, does, how does a banana twirl a baton? This sounds, is that a riddle? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat, not a baton. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the baton was shaped like a baseball bat. I bet Sharon didn't think of that, Chris. <laughs> well, the story I have here is from Billy Boyd. And in the continuing Billy the Boy? Billy Boyd. Oh, Boyd. <laughs> Billy Boy. <laughs> um, the, continue with the theme of fruit costumes, um, which I guess by the end of this we'll learn, just don't, the disaster will strike. If Was he, he a little fruity? A fruit. <laughs> Billy Boy. <laughs> oh, Billy Boy. <laughs> oh, Irish eyes are smiling. Um, this the, I, I I read this story and I laugh because I would be the guy that was doing this to him. He, <laughs> he that's always a good yeah, kind of exactly. Story. Like, you, you, you I know where the bully. Yeah, I know yeah, what angle he was coming from. You don't sympathize with the person of the tragedy. You go, yeah, I totally would have been doing that to you. So, <laughs> Billy. Billy Boyd, um, <laughs> especially if the person was named Billy Boyd. Yeah. Oh, Billy Boyd, I'm not going to stop messing with you. <laughs> um, oh, I'll stop you crying. crying. Oh. So, so Billy Boyd decided to go as um, as grapes for Hall- for Halloween, and this the costume entailed him wearing some tight leotards. <laughs> Um, skin tight and balloons all over yeah. himself, yeah. Which, yeah. which actually appeared in our magazine at one point when we were doing <laughs> five cheap costume ideas. This is back in like oh three oh four, yeah. And grapes, a bunch of grapes, was one of them. Maybe he got it from the book. Yeah, yeah. We had a book called Cheap Ways too, and yeah. it was in the book as well. Oh, okay, lovely. Yeah. So Billy Boy reads books. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so Billy, I guess what we didn't have in the book was what to watch out for if, if this happens. So clearly, you know, you think you're protected by all these balloons, but you don't realize basically underneath it, you're, you're close to naked. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so apparently he was surrounded by some coworkers and thought it was fun that throughout the entire day when he's not looking, they're beginning to slowly pop his balloons throughout the entire day. And so, and not to mention he had trouble, he couldn't sit and it was difficult. So basically by the end of his workday, he was wearing only his leotards. And I could say, I would, it would be like, I'd say, come on guys, seriously. Okay. It was funny, the first two balloons, but it only gets funnier and funnier as there's fewer yeah. and fewer balloons. So he just has like a waistline of, of grapes. You know? <laughs> so basically, you're telling me he went his costume went from bunch of grapes <laughs> yeah. to the Noid, the yeah. Domino's Noid. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Real yo, Noid, there, yeah. buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yo, Noid's here. Yeah. Awesome, the Noid's here. The Billy Boyd is annoyed. <laughs> uh, well, I have Rusty from Casper, Wyoming. Ghost reference. Oh, ghost! Hey, nice. there you oh, go. Casper. Come on, guys. <laughs> Stay with me. Oh. All right. Well, Rusty used to work at Chick Fil A, and he used to dress up. Good food, fast. <laughs> Not fast. Not food. fast food. Good food quickly. <laughs> <laughs> he used to dress up as Doodles, the Chick Fil A, a chicken, on kids' night on Tuesdays. He said this was before the Eat More Chicken campaign. And uh, why is it called Doodles? Doodles, the Chick Fil A. Chicken. They say cockadoodle do. Oh, doodle. No, uh, roosters do. Well, isn't a, is a, a rooster a male a chicken? A chick, a dude don't, chicken. They, I don't think. I think they. they I think it's hens that give you your nice plump breasts and stuff. I don't think it's <laughs> your. <laughs> I don't think. I don't it's think it's the Jesse, what gives it. you your nice plump breasts? <laughs> so, anyways, 
Uh, many a nights he would wear the doodle suits. And so he thought one year when he was in 10th grade, he would wear just the doodle head well, to school. We've all been there. <laughs> Hopefully he wore clothes. So he wore, oh, the, so he wore the doodle head around school doodle head. <laughs> all day. And he became severely allergic to the dust <laughs> inside the head. And he had to go home and have his grandmother take care of him for two days. <laughs> just got weird. Yeah. Yeah. Just an, odd, <laughs> an odd ending to that story. What, that, what did that have to do with Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> he just wanted to do He wore it to school on Halloween day. Oh, oh okay. So and, he had to go home. And grandmother had to care for me. <laughs> 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 the dust. <laughs> Yeah, that's like go. that's like a horror movie. Yeah, and grandmother it's had like, to care for me after the doodle head incident. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Hannibal Lecter got started—a doodle head gone wrong. Well, apparently, there's not a whole lot to do in Georgia, especially around <laughs> Halloween time. I, I can vouch. <laughs> Because this one is from uh, David, and David went to a Halloween party back in '98, <laughs> and this one still it still haunts him still every Halloween. Um, it was a Halloween party, and they didn't have costumes. And he was like, "Well, that'd be kind of lame to go without costume." But his buddies, who he calls Ron and Joe. Uh, convinced names. him to go. Yeah, those are very Georgia names. They're good, good old boy names. Yeah, they like one syllable names. So they decide to go to this party. They're not wearing costumes though. So when it comes time to judge the costume portion of the contest, because this is in Georgia, Ron, Joe, and Dave decide to go check out the tractor um, on the property there where they're having the party. And they said, by the tractor was a huge tire, um, and it was a big enough tire that you could get into it and that you could roll down the hill on it. And like I said, this is Georgia, and th- basically that is that's like Christmas, not yeah, Halloween, to have a tractor tire. Um, <laughs> so they take turns. Ron and Joe go down the hill, and when uh, Dave goes, they roll down the hill. And when he gets out, he's nauseous, and so he wants to get out real fast. And you know, he gets out, and he's like stumbling around, and the tire is standing upright. He bumps into the tire, and the tire starts going back and forth. He tries to catch it, but he said that he was only about 120 pounds at the time and could not hold the massive tire. It fell and broke his arm. Ooh. Yeah. So Ron, Joe, and Dave sent the rest of the All Hallows Eve in the emergency room. Well, this guy, Paul, he's from California. He wanted to go last year as Chuck Norris, but realized he didn't have enough money to make himself Chuck Norris-ish enough. Does that mean like a gym membership? <laughs> yeah. exactly. and, the, and the banks are just too busy with people right now asking for loans for Chuck Norris costumes. <laughs> <laughs> and he needed all the heavy ammunition. Yeah, so, Uzis. You know. <laughs> so instead, he had an Air Force jumper. He put that on, put some fake facial hair on, put a sweet black headband on and some aviator glasses, went to the party. So the whole night, everyone thought he was a garbage man. What would he have done, though, had he had unlimited funds that more than what you just described to be Chuck Norris? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got a beard and you got something. Maybe, you know, did he want replica, you know, are you know, guns or yeah. you know the real actual beard of Chuck Norris? <laughs> yeah, seriously, how much could a budget impair you to dress like Chuck Norris? It's not like there's some you, you know expensive replica mask, a suit of gold. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah b- actual a bronzed yeah. body. That, I want literally that made cowboy bronze. hat that he wore on Walker Texas Stranger on eBay for forty five thousand dollars. <laughs> when has Chuck Norris ever? And I know my Chuck Norris. When has he ever played an Air Force pilot? <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun. Are we thinking of the same guy? Yeah, yeah. He, di- he died in Top Gun. Yeah, at the beginning. yeah, Goose, right? Yeah, Chuck Norris played Goose. <laughs> 
And he says he knows he said it knows not that big of a disaster, but the drop off between being Chuck Norris and say Emilio Estevez in Men at Work was really just devastating to him. <laughs> I wouldn't have got either of those, man. Oh boy. Have you May- seen the new Chuck Norris uh commercials? Yeah. I, it, they're sad to me because it, like, it's almost like they're not in on the joke. Yeah, the marketing companies and him yeah. think that he's really a yeah. cool, tough guy image, and you're like, no, the the whole thing's ironic. Making fun of yeah. you, yeah. yeah. He has a lot of makeup on him. It's sad. <laughs> All right, well, that'll do it for your feedback uh, for this week's Editorial Question of the Week. Editorial Question of the Week. Hey. So earlier we talked about those crazy British laws. Those crazy British people. Yes. So we would like to know if you could outlaw anything, whether it be a pet peeve or whatever, something that drives you crazy. If you could outlaw anything. For the betterment of society. Mm. Yes. What would you outlaw? Right. So it can't be like your husband snoring. We're talking about the betterment of the greater Mm -hmm. good. The real issues you know, that people <laughs> care about. And uh, for example, I would, you know, and I, I consider running on this platform alone. So I feel like there's enough people that would vote for me on this alone. Um, you, you know, you're you're going to Target to you know to pick up some shampoo or whatever, you know, um, and you're and you're standing in you know getting looking at DVs or whatever, and all of a sudden like what appears to be a ghost like kind of just soars <laughs> by you, you know, and you and you kind of do a double like take, a like, did something, yeah, did something just <laughs> a ghost fly child. by me, and you look and there's nothing there, and then you kind of see it again, and you think you're going crazy, and what it turns out to be is a small child, usually around like eight years old, with these shoe the shoes with the wheels in their shoes, I guess they. What are they called? Heelys. Heelys. They make yeah. them in adult sizes, and I want oh. them. <laughs> <laughs> those kids are nothing but trouble. Nothing yeah. but trouble. So you would outlaw Heelys in public places? I, I, well, no, altogether. They should. You shouldn't be allowed to make them. You're not even in private. I don't want well, that. It's going a free on. country, so you can't. I mean, it's not like. Well, I guess if it's an illegal substance, yeah. Yeah. they couldn't make it. Yeah. Exactly. It should be illegal substance. Okay, so the, those shoes. You would outlaw and, those shoes. And there's. It always leads to awkward moments with security guards trying to stop these little kids, and you're like, but, Is he going to grab this kid? You know. Because that always isn't good, and you're kind of like he shouldn't. Like, he grabs the kid by the shoulder, and the dad comes over and yells. It's just always it creates for uncomfortable situations for everybody. It's true. So yeah, for the betterment of society, you would outlaw and Hillary's. security guards. Yeah, <laughs> the betterment of security guards. Right. Well, or you would outlaw security guards. No, we need those. Okay. <laughs> I, I to would keep terrain in the Healy. Yeah, kids. to make sure there's no kids trying to sneak in Healy's. Yeah. <laughs> My, mine would be which whichever one of these is more economically feasible. Either squirrels in parks, gone. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't outlaw squirrels. In parks. Or, or a law that allows park visitors to be armed with some sort of <laughs> tranquilizer gun. I, I, this is not even a lie. I was enjoying a pita pit, uh, a pita sandwich. For those of you... Yeah, you weren't enjoying a pit of pita. <laughs> That's the name of the restaurant yeah, where you bought yeah, the pita. Uh, uh, I bought a pita from the pita pit, and I was sitting at a, at a local park. It was a beautiful afternoon at lunch this week. I was by myself, and I took my cell phone out of my pocket to weigh the napkins down beside me. Sure. Okay? You, need you a, don't want the paper to blow away. No. And it was gorgeous. The train had just come in. It was at a park with a train. People got off the train. It was like out of a movie. You know? Beautiful day. Norman Rockwell painting. It, it was a Norman Rockwell painting with a pita. And so I'm sitting there. Like a large pit of pitas <laughs> in the middle of the painting. So I'm sitting there, and I had read in the newspaper. I had actually read on Drudge Report, which is a big news site for that's, those of you. That's not a newspaper. Well, I had read in the like online newspapers, okay. linked to from the Drudge Report. So a national story about people getting attacked by squirrels in this very park. <laughs> I'm not no. kidding. I'm I'm not even playing. And. 
I've seen signs in this park that says, beware of the squirrels. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there, and I look down, and looking up at me, maybe three feet away, is a squirrel. And I'm, I swear I'm not making this up. I look at him, and he stands on his two legs. Like, like a little man. Like a little man. Like a little man. Like a little, <laughs> like a little, like a little rat man. Like a little demon rat man. Yeah. So I grab a hunk of my pita, like, a, like just the bread, and I fling it. Oh, at, first mistake. Right in, in hopes of distracting him, because I'm sure he well, can you smell run. it. Huh? Yeah. While you run. Yeah. Well, well, I, well I, it's kind of a standoff. And uh, so suddenly... You at six foot one versus the little demon man. Hey, squirrel. You know what the difference is, Cameron? I don't have rabies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not, not yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet, thankfully. <laughs> right. so, so we're standing there. I fling another piece, hoping he runs after it. Well, he just twitches. And I got... I, He's seen I, that move before. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I got up and I jumped back maybe 10, 15 feet. But my cell phone is still sitting there Uh-oh. with the napkin, and my cell phone starts ringing. This is like in a horror movie, basically, <laughs> where you I can't go back. Yeah. Leave it. The, like, the, 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 and then the squirrel pulls out a little baby cell phone, and it's him calling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's calling. The call's coming from the inside of the pita. <laughs> <laughs> so the squirrel is standing there, and he's literally like climbing all over the bench, like looking at it. Like, go ahead, answer the phone. I want you to come over here. Grab it. Grab it, dude. And and I'm looking around like has anyone seen this? I I I charge it, hoping that he flinches. Charge the phone. Unflinched. Unflinched. I if I would have reached while you were charging your phone, he did not move <laughs> for those six hours. Where did you get an outlet to charge your phone? <laughs> so I stop at him. Luckily, I found a pile of sticks, and I flung a stick and the. <laughs> Jeez. You flung a stick at a squirrel. Well, near the squirrel. He turned his head to look at the stick, and I, I took one step for the phone, and he looked back. <laughs> I grabbed another stick and flung it. And this time, he jumped after the stick. I ran and grabbed the phone. He turned and knew it was over. But it was a face-off. It was a standoff. I'm you, not kidding. Were you playing fetch with the squirrel? What I was made doing, you think the squirrel would chase after the stick? I was trying to hit him. <laughs> I, I know I'm not proud of it. But that's why if my law was instituted, you it, wouldn't come, your life. it wouldn't come to a stick-throwing match. It would come to, you would be, they would be gently asleep after a dart <laughs> pierces them. Sleep forever. <laughs> dart pierces. So city ordinance, you all get tranquilizer guns. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's logical and fair. <laughs> it's true. It's true. They're armed with disease and teeth. Yeah. yeah, if they have disease and teeth, I think the least we can have is a tranquilizer. <laughs> All right, so so that's the gist of it. Although we would greatly appreciate it if your email was nowhere near as long as Jesse's story. <laughs> yeah, that I, wasn't I a law as much it was a story. <laughs> well, uh, I had to tell where Chris, the you're new to the from. podcast. Right. This is um, Jesse will use any opportunity that he yeah. can to <laughs> launch into a ten minute story. Hey, I'm just giving the people what they want. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Follow up. Question B. Do you want that from Jesse? Yeah. yeah. Is Gladly. that what you want? Gladly. Please, everyone. Email. If you don't want me to do it, I won't do it. I'll be. I'll zip it. I'll keep to these hard-hitting slices. I'll be the straight man. If that's what you want. Yeah. If that's what you want. Let me know. Uh, <laughs> don't screw with me, people. <laughs> it's all I have. Yeah. My witty banter is all I have. I need this. <laughs> okay. So write in to editorial at relevantmagazine.com or feedback at relevantmagazine.com and tell us the laws that you would pass for the betterment of the greater good. 
Yes. And I'll run on, I'll use those as my platform <laughs> to run for president. <laughs> to run for, for president. For, okay. Yeah. I, I was, I thought you were going to like school board or something. <laughs> <laughs> president of the podcast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that what we're having these votings, the elections for? The votings. Yes. But you're, you're now out of the running because. Oh. You know, you've had that, your stint. That, that's not as fun. I wanted to be he judged. To run. I want to be judged. Okay. Okay. You know what? I think you've done a good job today, Chris. I think we should give you the chance to defend your crown. Let's do it survivor style or I don't know, beauty and the geek style where you can <laughs> yeah. stay on until you get voted off. So you can roll this forward. So if you, it, you know, what we'll do for the first poll this week, we will let people vote to keep you on the podcast. So yeah, let's Yeah, you can be want... like an incumbent, you <laughs> know? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. He's back. Go. He's back. Okay. So, uh, remember, like, like they said, remember to go check the relevantmagazine.com message boards. And when you go there, you will see very clearly, because we've gotten some emails at people asking, you, you mentioned a podcast thing on the website and I don't know where it is. Okay, there's two places you will find podcast things on the website. Number one is on the message boards, which is clearly marked, the podcast fodder section. That's where a lot of the listeners will go and talk about stuff. We will post every week for the next 10 weeks or so a new head-to-head challenge that you can vote for the staffer to to sit in on the podcast yes. that week. Uh, the other place you can find podcast stuff, Jesse updates feedback or some of the random YouTube things that we yeah. mentioned or whatever. The thriller video from last time oh, was that, up there. Yeah. Uh, that's on the blog section, the blog page. So there's up in the nav, there's blogs and there's the podcast blog. It's, it's there. It's one of the blogs. Um, the latest edition shows up on the front page of the site, but you can just go right into the nav and click directly on the podcast blog. So, um, that's that's to answer the people's questions. What are they? What are the, the criteria that they'll be basing who they want to? Sit is in? it based upon a picture? It's, it's is it based, simply well, no, well, that, looks better. The two candidates <laughs> will will both have equal opportunity to mm-hmm. to state their case. Why you should vote for me mm-hmm. to be on the podcast? Yes, there will be a picture and a little voting mechanism. You can vote for the person, yeah. and if you would like to comment. And support your candidate. Yeah. I mean, they should. Pro- maybe is there going to be some interaction? Like maybe they want to. Maybe they want to know. You know, some things about them. Okay. To, maybe you know. so. For that week, we'll have the two candidates check in on the thread yeah. and, and, and ask dialogue. them the hard hitting questions. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? The people have a right to know. Do they believe in ghosts? Yes <laughs> or <laughs> no. Do you own Heelys? Yeah. <laughs> pro or anti squirrel? <laughs> in relevant updates, uh, we have a pretty cool little offer for you. If you remember. A year ago, if you're with us uh, with the podcast, we did the relevant podcast trick or treat exclusive offer for you. Basically, it was around Halloween, and if you went to a special private podcast only uh, website address and subscribed to Relevant Magazine, you also got a trick or treat in the mail autographed from us. Now, it was basically CDs, books, DVDs that we had been given, and we didn't necessarily want or need anymore and so some of it was great stuff that would be the treats some of it was not great stuff that would be the tricks so you didn't know that was the whole deal all right well we've got to do it this year so we're going to make up for it and do something this month in the month of november we're going to do the relevant podcast lucky break special offer for you uh if you go to relevantmagazine.com slash lucky it's an exclusive podcast listener only url where you can subscribe to relevant magazine and in addition to getting a great magazine each month of the year, you will get a wishbone, because Thanksgiving, you'll get a wishbone in the mail from us, and also a 
a special item. So uh, you can wish for a great item, a great CD, something like that, or you may not get that thing. That's the whole thing about the wishbone. And so we will autograph uh, a variety of great and not so great multimedia options for you. And the people who go to only relevantmagazine.com slash lucky, you podcast listeners, uh, we will send you in the mail a wishbone and something else autographed by the podcast crew uh, and also Relevant Magazine. So we're only doing it for a few weeks. So please go there, check it out. Get more information. Support us. Support the podcast if you enjoy it. Um, you know, help us out. Subscribe to the magazine. Uh, also, if you are a current subscriber, thank you. But if you're a current subscriber and you know you think your thing may be coming up soon or you've gotten a renewal notice in the mail or something like that, if you go to relevantmagazine.com/lucky and sign up there for this offer, it will just go ahead and extend your current subscription. You won't get two magazines. It'll just tack onto the end of it. It's a great place to renew, and you'll get the wishbone and free item in the mail as well. So definitely go there, check it out, relevantmagazine.com slash lucky. It's only for you podcast listeners. It's our little gift to you for being part of our little family each week. Okay. On that note, we will wrap up this week's edition of the podcast. Many thanks to No More Kings for coming through. Uh, You can check them out at nomorekings.com and make sure to watch their Sweep the Leg video with all the crowded kids. It's, It's pretty funny. Uh, next week, we have uh, special guests. Uh, some of the guys from Hillsong United are going to be in the studio, not performing, but talking about some of the social justice stuff that they're doing. Uh, Joel Houston and some of the other people. So make sure to tune in for that. We also have a live in-studio performance by Spoken right. next week. We will also have the winner of this week's Head to Head sitting in. So make sure to go over <laughs> the message boards and, and vote for the staffer you'd like to see sit in. Uh, we'll have another edition of Feltboard Superstar. If you'd like to be a candidate on Feltboard Superstar, like Mary... Uh, you can email us at uh, editorial or feedback at relevantmagazine.com and tell us your name and your phone number and give us permission to call you. On that note, we'll wrap everything up. Many thanks to Chris for coming in and sitting in. You did a great job. Welcome, everyone. (laughs) All the people. (laughs) I'm I'm classed it up a bit. (laughs) I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Billy Boy. Billy Boy. (laughs) Maya Strang. We'll see you next week. Oh, Billy Boy, I'm not going to stop messing with you.